and welcome to our first ever episode of our new movie show, Heroes and Hot Nuts. I'm Mike, and I'm joined with my co-host today, Zoe. Hi. How's it going, Zoe? Good. So basically, this show is going to be everything movie-related, new releases, new trailers, any movie news that comes out, uh, we'll be discussing each week. But today... We're just going to be focusing on ourselves pretty much for you guys to get to know myself and Zoe a little better. So we'll start off with an easy question for you, Zoe. What okay. kind of movies do you like? Well, I have a big variety of what kind of movies I enjoy. <laughs> so I like classic horror, like Freddy kind of Nightmare on Elm Street, comedy, Adam Sandler type of stuff. Uh, Star Wars, obviously, and Harry Potter. And, like, I'm a child in the way I like Kung Fu Panda kind of stuff, too. What about you? Well, you can't beat a bit of animation. But, right, so you're saying Star Wars. So does that relate Star Trek, then? Uh, some Star Trek. Some Star Trek. See, there's a theory out there that you have to either be Star Wars or a Trekkie. And personally, I'm both. Like, I, I'm an 80s child, so I grew up with both pretty much. Now, I have been to a Star Trek convention in Canada, so I don't know if that sort of outweighs Star Wars. I am a secret Trekkie, but uh, I don't like to tell too many people. Um, well, oh, I'm not going to tell them <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I'm, I'm pretty similar. I'm action, science fiction, horror, comedy... I will say, I'm not, and my wife gives me a lot of grief about this, she likes to say that anything that's a think piece is out of my range. So, which I don't agree on because I do like thrillers, I do like complex stuff, but yeah, if it's like a, a period drama, you know, anything period drama, costume drama, that kind of thing is not my cup of tea. Yeah. You know, I don't, don't nabby, that kind of stuff is, is not for me. I grew up with A.T., Goonies, you know, Beverly Hills Cop, Terminator, all the old uh, Sylvester Stallone movies, all, all that kind of stuff, you know. So I, I, I'm a big fan of 80s action. And I'm, I'm kind of at the stage now where my son, uh, I maybe shouldn't say this, my son's 11 and I'm enjoying them all again watching them through with him and showing them now obviously they're dated now and he's like what's what's this about but i mean we've watched all the lethal weapons he loved those we've watched all the terminators so he, he's kind of following suit he does like the same kind of stuff but he's an anime nerd well you can't forget die hard during christmas well that's it who hasn't watched die hard at christmas <laughs> <laughs> uh right so I've said about my favorite childhood movies. What do you remember watching as a child? Um, well, my favorite one from my childhood has to be Beauty and the Beast. I know that's really cliche. I've seen it like 89 times, though. The Disney animated? <laughs> uh, the animated and the live action, yeah. I don't think I've seen the live, the live action one. I could be wrong, but I don't think I have. Can you remember off the top of your head the first movie you ever saw in the cinema? Uh, the Lion King. The Lion King. I would need to. I would need to check release dates here to, to confirm this. But it's a toss up for me. I can remember going to see. I actually went to see Legend. Right. This is what happened. I think it was. My aunt and uncle took me to see Legend, but it was queued right round the block. I've never seen it before ever. I don't think I've ever seen it since. But it was queued right the way round the block of the cinema. And when we got to the end of the line. It was sold out. Oh, so we ended up going to see Cocoon. Have you ever seen that? No. 
you've never seen Cocoon? Um, no. <laughs> right, well, basically, it's a, a film about... Now, I, I would have been maybe five, six. I, I don't I don't want to give me age away, but um, yeah, it's basically a film about old people, you know, so it, it was a, a big difference from the film that we were going to go and see, which was Legend. But so I'm saying, I think Cocoon could possibly be the first one or... It was either that, Back to the Future, or Home Alone. Now, like I say, if, if I had the release dates in front of me, which I should have had, but I don't, I would know for definite. But those are the ones that I remember going to the cinema to see. Cocoon, Back to the Future, and Home Alone are my first sort of cinema memories. Well, those are pretty good movies, Home Alone and uh, Back to the Future. What about Home Alone 3? Uh, not so much my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, two was good, three, not so much. <laughs> so what we're going to be doing each week is we've got a couple of features. The first one is to tie in with the title of the show. Uh, we're going to be discussing a different movie hero or icon each week. We don't have one for this week. We haven't, like I say, this is just an introduction podcast, but uh, from next week we will be introducing that feature. The other feature we have is what I'm going to call the movie time capsule. So basically what that is is each week starting from 19 we're going to start from 1990 and work our way to the present day so next week 1990 we're going to open up the time capsule and it'll have five movies in it the, those five movies will be movies that i won't have seen i'm going to pick five movies that i haven't seen from that year and you guys can decide which movie you want me to watch and then we'll talk about it the following episode so moving up to more recent times zoe what have you seen and enjoyed recently movie wise um well i really like that new movie on disney called luca it's about like this boy fish who lives underwater and his mom's really strict. So he like goes and leaves and becomes the little boy outside of water. Like his mother learns not to be as strict later on in the movie and it's quite fun. Uh, yes, I've watched that. I watched that recently there with my daughter. She she really enjoyed it. I thought it was, yeah, it was, it was good. I like the, um, the, the body, should you say? <laughs> I guess, it, is it? It's kind of, is it set in Italy? It's supposed to be set sort of in, it feels like it's Italy. But they've yeah, got this, yeah, they've got this really stereo, stereotypical Italian body in it. And he's hilarious. <laughs> um, we watched that. So um, that was on Disney Plus, yeah? Yeah. And we watched, we kind of watched that. And I think the day before that, we watched Raya. Have you watched that yet? Oh yeah, that's really good. I liked it. Now I did like it and Freya didn't. So we were kind of polar opposites. I, I really liked Raya and she really liked Luca. So that, that kind of tells you where we're at there. Uh, anything else that you've seen? Not lately. I did want to go see Black Widow in cinema, uh, maybe in a week or so. Yeah, I've seen that. It's it's good. It's It was refreshing because superhero movies, I wouldn't say they're all the same, but it was kind of refreshing to have a superhero movie that isn't a superhero, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, I get it. You know, she doesn't obviously have superpowers. I mean, she kind of does because she can kick major ass. But um, besides that, but I think the sister definitely stole the show for me. Um, I, I don't I don't think I know her from anything else. But yeah, I enjoyed her performance in it. But yeah, it was good that there was no laser blasting, no superpowers. You know, 
apart from the dad, the dad, David Harbour, he had superpowers, obviously. He was like a Russian version of Captain America. But you think you're going to go and get to see that? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to. You can pay for it on Disney Plus. It's on their premium access, isn't it? But it's like 20, 20 quid or something along those lines. Yeah. What about Cruella? Have you watched it? Uh, not yet. No. Would, would that not interest you? No. Um, yeah, I'll probably see it. Like, there's a lot of Disney stuff I haven't seen yet. Yeah. That, that's, that's the good thing about Disney Plus. They are bringing out quite a lot of stuff. You know, all the streaming platforms, they're, they're, they're bringing out decent enough films, you know, that if you can't make it to the cinema, like, I mean, obviously we're just out of lockdown there. So for a long, long time, all, all it was was streaming, but they did bring out films that could keep you occupied. You know, I've watched a couple of films there on Amazon prime have just been released this week. Jolt, the new Kate Beckinsale one. It's now it's the, the trailer looked really good. I have to say that the, the movie didn't live up to the trailer, which in most cases is, is what happens, but it's just because there's so many John Wick imitation movies coming out. Some are good, some are not so good. And this, this sort of fell in between, you know, you knew what it was trying to be, but just didn't quite have it. And then the other one was Guns Akimbo. <laughs> um, now I seen the trailer for the trailer for this came out quite a, a long time ago. It's the new Daniel Radcliffe one. Basically what happens is he's like a, a nerd and uh, he, trolls people online and uh, they bust into his apartment and drug him and then when he wakes up he has guns nailed to his hands <laughs> hence the title guns akimbo but he basically has to and then he's involved in like this reality tv show where um there's this girl out to kill him and he basically has to either kill her or just get out of the way but I actually quite enjoyed it it was funny but the funniest thing was my son walked in halfway through and watched a bit of it and then the next day he was like hold on a second dad was that Harry Potter that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, son, it was Harry Potter. So it was, uh, he's gone from being a child wizard to a guy with guns attached to his hands. That's, that's how Hollywood goes. That's a spell gone wrong. <laughs> right. So let's talk about movies that are on the horizon that we're looking forward to. What have you got in your sights, Zoe? Well, I'm really looking forward to Venom 2 and the new Purge movie. Well, I've seen the new Purge. It was okay. The Purge series for me is right now it's a mixed bag it was it started off okay as a standalone the original with ethan hawk was decent but for me it, it actually got better in the second one when frank grillo came into it uh, it was more action based it was more of an action film than like a, the first one was obviously was like a home invasion type deal but the second and third one then from then on after the the pushed more into the the action genre so they were quite different in that aspect i would still sort of class the original purge as a standalone by itself and then it's evolved from there now like i say the the frank Grillo ones i really enjoyed the last two not so much they're okay but they're they're on the decline if you know what i mean yeah well i was kind of hoping with the new one they brought a bit more to the table with it you know the new one they're kind of they're kind of trying to address racism in the new one you know before that it was just pure violence pure unadulterated unethical just anything goes whereas this 
This one seems to be more sort of race-based, if you know what I mean. You know, there, there, there seems to be more of a, a message trying to get through in it. My wife did, didn't like it. She thought it was terrible. But I thought, um, I mean, I went into it pretty much knowing, you know, a Purge is a Purge movie. But uh, I don't know what she was expecting, but she did not like it. Uh, what was the other one you said? Um, Venom 2. Oh, Venom 2. Now, again, I've got to say that the, tra- the trailer, I didn't find the trailer very good. The trailer kind of put me off. Obviously, at the end of the first one, and you seen that uh, Woody Harrelson was going to be Carnage, and you were like, yes, this is it. Carnage is in the next one. Can't wait, can't wait. And then the trailer dropped, and I have to say I was underwhelmed. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't always base movies on trailers, though, because they could always be hiding or holding something back. True. And I find nowadays that the trailers tend to show too much. You kind of have to watch the first half of a trailer and decide whether you like it or not, and then kind of stop watching the trailer. If you watch the trailer the whole way through, nine out of ten times now, you've pretty much seen the whole film. Yeah, that's true. You know, you can't... You, I mean, I watch trailers constantly on, on YouTube, and as soon as I've watched them, I'll, I'll, I'll just have a quick glance down the, the comments section, and everybody is always like... Well, I don't need to see the film now. That's ruined it for me. You know, and it's basically what everybody says. So you kind of have to, you have to have a cutoff point in trailers now. Or you've, you've no point in going to see the film. They basically show you the ending. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I, I mean, I, the, the movie coming out this week, Suicide Squad, the new Suicide Squad movie, I'm super excited for it. I am a massive fan of the comic books and King Shark was one of my favourite characters because he's just completely bonkers and to see that he's in the second one I was really disappointed when he didn't make the first movie to see him in the second movie has got me extra hyped for it so I'm really looking for it that's one of the films where I could watch the trailer over and over and over again because you know there's going to be so much more than what they've shown you in the trailer yeah I also like that um, it looks like it's got more action than the first one as well the reviews that I've read for it are a lot seems to be obviously it's full of action but all the reviews that i've read so far they're saying that it's very it's actually very heartfelt as well it's going to surprise a lot of people i mean i'm just looking forward to obviously the the second guardians of the galaxy movie that that james gunn did was hilarious from start to finish it, it was real, it was a real blast and I'm expecting this to be exactly the same you know I'm expecting to, as soon as the film starts to just be laughing the whole way through no I think it's going to be a really good movie and I look forward to it as well it's got like a lot of characters that I think almost everybody loves yeah it just seems to have a whole lot going on there there's, like you say there's so many characters and yeah there's going to be something for everyone like like I said I love King Shark uh, from the comics so I'm excited to see him Obviously, there's some characters in there that don't appear in in, in as many comics as, as others do. So <laughs> you got to laugh at that uh, weasel guy from the trailer. Oh. He, he looks super cool. Yeah, he's really funny looking. But other than that, I'm trying to think of... There's so many films. N- next year is going to be a big year for uh, Keanu Reeves. You've got the new Matrix, the new John Wick. Are you a fan of the John Wick series? Yeah, I've seen them all. They're really good. Yeah, me and my son would have watched them. I, I don't know how many times he he loves John Wick. So I, anytime he wants to put it on, I'm more than happy to sit and watch it again. Uh, and we've just recent, I've just recently played through the three Matrix films with him as well. So we're looking forward to the next one in there. 
I thought when Matrix 1 came out in 1999, it was, it just blew everybody's minds. You know, you, you went in, um, I think 90% of the people that watched it came out and the still didn't really, it didn't click, you know, they didn't understand. And obviously two or three watches through and then it sort of sinks in what's actually going on. I know a lot of people don't really like the sequels, but I mean, it was always going to be mega hard to top because it was just, like I say, it was so unique. When the Matrix 1 came out, it was going to be, it was always going to be hard to live up to that for the, the sequels. I thought they were okay. I mean, I enjoyed them when I watched them. It's, so, it's only sort of now you hear the backlash and pe people worried about the fourth one, but it's good to have another one in the pipeline. I, I think it's really good. You know, it's been a long time since we even heard anything about it. And, you know, they did do the little animated Matrix after the uh, last movie. It was all right. But I think people forget where movies came from for that time it was pretty spectacular as opposed to how spoiled people are now with graphics yeah well that's it you can do pretty much anything now so you've wanted to talk about reboots and stuff for for movies there's some movies that you could reboot now and obviously make them look a hell of a lot better but to me some of those movies were you know the characters i mean the likes of say for example back to the future you could you could obviously reboot that that now but Back to the Future is Michael J. Fox. You know, there's no... It wouldn't be the same. It's, do you understand what I mean? It's like the, the main character kind of makes the movie. If you, if you did a reboot... Like, when they did the reboot of, of Robocop with Joel Kinnaman, it just wasn't the same. I mean, you could, you could make that CGI to the max, but I didn't like it at all. Yeah, I totally agree like if they remade the labyrinth like you know it would be terrible without david bowie yeah good example <laughs> very good example you've got you've got so so many that people would cry out for i mean there obviously there's some really duff old films and if you remade those uh, another example would be total recall i mean the total recall remake isn't bad but it's just not the same without Big Arnold. Yeah. Uh, that's another movie, movie me and my son watched there pretty recently. He had to shut his eyes at the, you know, the, the three bit. Other than that, yeah. he, he enjoyed it. <laughs> right, I want to talk a bit about a movie that I watched last night. It was released this week. It's the new M. Night film, uh, mm -hmm. Old. Uh, I went to the local cinema last night to watch it. I, uh, I couldn't get my wife to come with me, so it was on my own, unfortunately. But yeah, it's basically an M. Night film. That's that's the best description you can give. You know, there's a, there's an ensemble of characters like a range of characters in it all doing their thing and then like i say you kind of wait till the end of the movie the whole way through the movie you're basically trying to unravel the what the twist's going to be an m night film is just everything right up to the and then it just at the end there's this massive twist that you're not expecting well you weren't expecting in the first two or three films and then you kind of obviously you do now i mean his his early work the sixth sense Nobody saw that coming at the end. The Village was another it was another one of his early ones. Again, nobody saw what was going to happen at the end when, you know, it turned out that the creatures were just people dressed up. And then we had Signs again. You kind of did see that one coming. You know, it was it was starting to be that sort of way where you can you can sort of see what's happening in his movies. Last night, not, that's not to say last night's twist didn't surprise me because it did. It wasn't really I, I couldn't I couldn't work it out. Um, so it wasn't what I was expecting. Um, I'll, I'll give you a, a basic rundown of the story. So basically it's this couple and their two children go on holiday to this resort. It's unspecified. It doesn't say where it is, what country it is, but it's like a, it looks like somewhere in Mexico. They do mention Cancun, but it's not Cancun. But basically they go to this 
resort and the manager then while they're sitting at breakfast the, the manager comes over and asks them what their plans are for the day and they say my son wants to do water skiing but i uh, you know we don't kind of thing he, he says well can i suggest something we've got this um secret beach that no one knows about uh would you like to go um we can bring you down there and you can spend the day and then we'll pick you up again uh, you'll really enjoy it and they're like oh yeah that sounds great so basically they, they go and then there, there's a, a couple of you know a few other people are grouped in with them on the the bus then they, they get dropped off they go down into this beach and basically it's got supernatural powers where it ages people. So I think it's like the age, for every hour, the age two years. So obviously I don't want to spoil too much, but that's basically the premise. And they're stuck on this this beach then, trying to get off the beach and, and everyone's aging. And it turns out that they all have medical conditions. Yeah, so you follow all the characters and everybody has secrets and, you, you know, everything unravels. But like I say, the, the end twist... Well, it was pretty. I didn't work it out, but there was obviously the um, there was obviously the M Night cameo, and he loves doing a cameo. He's very Stephen King, I think. Stephen King always did cameos in his movies, didn't he? Yeah. I I think he's done a cameo in every movie he's had. Yeah, so I don't know if I don't know if M Night's trying to copy Stephen King or he just or that he's just decided. Look, I, if I'm making these movies, I'm going to have a small role. I, I, I've got to hold my hands up. If I was in his shoes, I would do exactly the same thing. I'd be like, I want to be in this movie. <laughs> So, do you think it would be a movie that you would recommend to people? I would say yes. There was a couple of bits. Now, I have to admit, there was a couple of bits where I was grabbing the, the arm of my seat. Uh, I'm not going to lie about that. I have no shame in, in, in saying there was a few very tense moments in it. So, it wasn't a bad movie. It's, you know... It's a take it or leave it. You know, if you don't get to see it, it's not going to be a massive deal. But if you go, I'm sure you, you're going to enjoy it. Some of the, some, I will say some of the acting was a bit ropey. There was no big names in it. And I did find some of the, the acting not, not great. But I mean, I'm going to give it three out of five. So it's not terrible. It's, you get what you're expecting pretty much. So it's not too bad. Just before we go, I was wondering what your favorite soundtrack in a movie is. Soundtracks? <laughs> well, soundtracks are a big part of movies for me. I, I do, I mean, I go and watch a movie and if I enjoy the soundtrack, I will immediately come home and download it. Iconic soundtracks for me, I would say two stick out. Number one is The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. Not very often would I go to the cinema and rewatch movies. I've done it full of times generally i'll go and see them once and then i'll wait wait for them to come out on release but i did go to see the beach maybe three times and i would say that was probably down to the soundtrack um now not a, not everything on it was my cup of tea but as a, as a movie soundtrack as a whole it was i thought it was amazing and i did but i went out and bought the cd this was obviously a long time ago i I went and bought the CD. The other one I would say is the original Tomb Raider movie soundtrack. I love that. It just watching the movie, it just it, again, it just fits so well. All the action sequences, and it was all songs that I knew. The beach was all like I think the beach. The majority of the beach music was kind of made for that movie by the the various artists. Whereas the the songs from the Tomb Raider soundtrack were all handpicked. That obviously popular songs that had already been out, and you had like Prodigy, Chemical Brothers. You know, a lot of really really cool songs in there. What about you? Uh, well, for me, it's probably got to be the Tron soundtrack. I think there's not one song in the entire movie that I didn't like. It's just. 
now, really now, energetic and happy, you know. Now, do you mean Tron or Tron Legacy? Tron. The original Tron? Yeah. I like the I like the, the Tron Legacy soundtrack. It was Daft Punk and it was all obviously original music made for that movie. But I, I, I can't honestly place the Tron soundtrack. I'll have to have a listen to that and see. Uh, I, I do think that Daft Punk did a good job as well on Legacy. They're always very good artists. Yeah. Well, that was, talking about reboots, I thought Tron Legacy, when it came out, like it just blew the original out of the water, obviously visual style. I mean, when Tron came out, you know, it, it was crazy looking, but it dated so badly. Anything anything that's sort of obviously got CGI or, or early CGI, early special effects, ages really badly. You know, the likes of, of tr the original Tron, Lawnmower Man, that kind of thing. So you could reboot those, but I think movies that were high production originally, to reboot them, it takes away, I think. Yeah, it's also really hard as well because, like, a lot of people grew up with it and it's just, like, taking away a memory. Like, you know, oh, I, I remember that with my buddies and, you know, it's not the same now. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean, could you could you really watch a Home Alone re remake? No. <laughs> no. No, no one would be interested in that. Let's face it. <laughs> Poor Macaulay. He must have had the worst parents ever. Uh, so I think that's going to be it for today. We will be back for next week's show. We're going to kick off the features next week. So I will I will dig up the 1990 movie capsule and we'll get it open next week. See what movies are in there. I'll get you guys to decide which movie you want me to watch for a future episode. We will also be kicking off our Heroes slash Icons feature. I'm going to give Zoe the honour of deciding what the first one is going to be. Right, so um, it's time to pick. What's your movie hero icon that we're going to be discussing on the next episode? I am going to go with Hatchie, the dog. Ooh, interesting choice. Okay, okay. I'm going to have to swat up on Hatchie. I, I can't be 100% sure that I've watched it. I think I have, but um, I'll, have, I'll have to give that a rewatch. But yeah, that's an interesting first choice. Yeah. All right, guys, that's it for this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. We will be back again with the next episode where we, we will be discussing the latest releases and talking about Hachi. Uh, so it's bye-bye from me. Bye. And bye-bye from Zoe. All right, guys, take care.